Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, Early Mornings, Late Nights, learning together how to pray effectively. My name is Deacon Glenn, together with my son AJ, we will learn together in order to become effective and efficient in our prayer lives through study of the scriptures, discussions of relative topics, and engage in interviews with ordinary, everyday individuals. Let's begin our journey together. Hello, 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 everybody. How are hello. you doing? This hello, is everybody a... out there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Another episode of Early Mornings, Late Nights, learning mm. together how to pray effectively. In this episode, we are going to be looking at an aspect of prayer that is vitally important, and that is persistence, persistence in prayer. But together with persistence, we're going to have a look at tenacity and how that relates to prayer as well. So persistence and tenacity in prayer is what we are going to be discussing today. However, we will not make the same mistake that we made in our first podcast and that we made in our second podcast. And what was that, Ajamu? It started with prayer. That's right. So I'm going to ask AJ, can you open us up with prayer, please? For sure. Thank you, Father God, for bringing us here today safely and allowing us, Lord God, to, to meet and to uh, discuss this topic of prayer. We pray that um, this podcast will bless somebody and will help somebody grow stronger in the area of prayer and other areas of their life. And we just thank you for giving us the gift of prayer. And we pray that you just bless this conversation in Jesus name. Amen. Amen and amen. Like I said before, we're going to be looking at the persistence and tenacity in prayer. This is a basic attribute which is needed in order for our prayers to be successful. Persistence. However, together with persistence, tenacity is also required. Now, you may ask, what is the difference between persistence and tenacity? Ajamu. What is the difference between persistence and tenacity? And you're not allowed to go to your phone and look it up on the web. All right. Um, if I had to take a guess at it, persistence um, would have to be uh, how often. Um, and tenacity to me is a mindset. Um, um, I don't know how to put it into, into words that people can understand, but a mindset that is aggressive um, and, a, and attacking in nature. Nice try, son. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'll allow you to use your phone to look it up. <laughs> that's, that's, those are my guesses off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, a persistent person is someone who will try something again and again. Hmm. And they would use the same method in the hope that what they're trying will eventually work. They are content because they believe that they, if they continue to try sooner or later, things will pay off. So persistence really is an admirable and unrelenting approach to uh, any problem. Now, on the other hand, a tenacious person 
is never content with just one approach. They will possess the same resolute uh, mindset as a persistent person, but they will choose a variety of ways or a variety of approaches in order to improve uh, their results. So that's the difference between persistence and tenacity. Persistence. Uh, never, never would have guessed that. That's so, <laughs> so outside of what I would have assumed tenacity meant. I oh, guess we're yeah. in the context of prayer, right? Yeah, in the context are these standards are these standard definitions? These are def- standard definitions, but okay. use but we're going to look at them as they relate uh, as to they prayer. relate to prayer. Okay. So we're going to examine these attributes as explained to us by Jesus in the parable of the unjust judge, which is found in Luke chapter eighteen, verses two to eight. And we're also going to look at the ask, seek, and knock scripture, which is found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 10. And it's also repeated in Luke chapter 9, verses 9 to 13. So here we go. Persistence. So the example that I'm going to use uh, for persistence is found uh, in the uh, parable of the unjust judge. So I'm going to read that for you, and I'm reading in the NIV uh, version, and then I'm just going to highlight a few things, and then we'll discuss it. So um, Luke chapter 18, verses 2 to 8, it says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept, who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. Adversary, For some time he refused. Finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Now, in this scripture, we, we, we can see a, a lot of different things. At the beginning of this parable that Jesus told of the unjust judge, judge Jesus clearly states two prerequisites for effective prayer, two prerequisites of effective prayer. The first is, quite simply, we must always pray. You can't be effective in prayer if you're not praying. We cannot get anything unless we pray. And then the second is we should never give up. We need to be persistent in order to be effective in our prayers. So in the parable of the unjust judge, we see that the widow asked for justice, but was refused. The widow did not give up, but kept pestering the judge until she received justice. She was persistent. So persistent in prayer is needed. When we don't see results from our initial inquiries of God, 
we need to keep on asking. Now, Ajamu, you know this scripture. Mm-hmm. Having thought of this scripture, what uh, argument would you come that would seem like a contradiction uh, regarding being persistent in prayer? I, I got my I got my son thinking this morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't I got see him thinking. I could see if you could see him now, you would see some <laughs> steam coming out of his ears. Yeah, I don't I don't see what's contradictory in this one unless about, I missed it. Hold on, let me look over it again. What about the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus was talking about prayer? What did he say about those Pharisees? Who oh, who tried to make a show of everything? Yeah. And what did yeah. he what did he say about them? Don't use vain repetitions. Oh, vain repetition. Yeah, okay. Remember that, uh, I, that vain repetitions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So someone could say yes, but Jesus said, "Don't use vain repetitions." And now you're saying that we must be partic- persistent and keep asking again and again. Mm-hmm. How is that? Resolved. How is that apparent conflict resolved, Jamu? It's tough. I, 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 now that you're bringing that up, there's so many different areas where you can, you can find there's conflict in the, uh, in the in the modern day Christian, if you will, as we pray and we think about, um, um, you know, God says to pray the promises of God and believe and stand on His promises, and you pray, uh, and you you might not see anything happen right away. Um, some people might argue, so, well, how long are you supposed to pray on something? Is it according to God's will, like we talked about earlier in our previous podcasts? Like, how do you know How do you know when you're being persistent but not effective? I guess that's what we're going to get to eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, you struck out twice now. You only have one left, Jamu. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, I was just thinking out loud. I, yeah, I, I know, just, I know. I'm just pulling your leg. But listen... Yeah. Uh, uh, use not vain repetitions. That's the, the King James translation. In other translations, it says, do not use meaningless repetition. Do not heap up empty phrases. Do not keep on babbling. So in other words, he was talking to these fa- uh, Pharisees, not just the fact that they were repetitious, but they were meaningless and empty phrases, and they just keep, kept on babbling on. And it says being persistent in prayer is not the same as using uh, vain repetitions. It's not the same. Being persistent means that you're praying in faith, that you're praying uh, directly to God, that you're praying in Jesus' name, that you have reverence and humility, that you have perseverance and you're submitting to God's will. It is not meaningless babble it is not words that are empty and useless the word vain means excessive pride marked by futility ineffectiveness unsuccessful no real value idle worthless foolish silly this is the miriam webster definition of vain so those repetitions that you're talking about uh, uh, all have these these attributes to them But when we are talking here about persistence in prayer, we are talking about a prayer, prayer, praying in faith, praying directly to God, praying with a reverence and a humility, praying in submission to God's will. And we see that in that in this lady who was persistent 
because she knew that she had to get justice because what was happening to her was wrong. She was persistent. So if I'm so if I'm understand this correctly, there's a difference between uh, the individual who's persistent in prayer and the person who's just babbling for babbling's sake. Is it faith and the posture of the heart as you pray into the will of God for your life? Is that what separates the persistent prayer individual from a from a, a Pharisee, for lack of a better word? Yeah, it's just the posture of the heart because they're they're asking is just like a meaningless repetition. They're doing it for their own self-fulfillment. They're not praying in submission to God's will. They're praying for their own, um, I would say, their own success or for their own uh, gratification. But a person who is persistent in prayer is praying in faith, is believing that he's receiving, is praying according to God's will, is praying to the Father, and he's not doing it to draw attention to himself. He's doing it because he knows that the father will answer his prayer if he uh, remains in faith, believing that he receives what he's asking for. And I like to also encourage people other than listening that some of the greatest men in the Bible um, took time to pray persistently. And one of them was Daniel. And sometimes it takes time for the answer to come. If you read that book of Daniel in the Bible, you'll see that there sometimes there's opposition to what you're praying, um, especially when you're praying into the will of God because the enemy doesn't want to see uh, anything good happen in your life. He's there to steal, kill, and destroy. So sometimes when you're praying, the reason you're praying persistently is because there's an actual war and a battle going on. So I would encourage people not to give up when you've um, set your mind to pray on a, on a specific topic or, uh, or thing uh, and to know that God is hearing you still, regardless of what things may look like. Absolutely. I agree with you, son. That's is a, that is a great, great example. Now, let's have a look at tenacity. Tenacity. And I'm going to use the, uh, the scripture that is found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 10. So in prayer, we need to be tenacious as well as persistent. And this can be illustrated in this following scripture where Jesus tells us to ask, seek, and knock in order to receive answers to prayer. So I'm just going to read this scripture to you. It says, and I'm reading the NIV version. It says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give you a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So we see here is that um, there are three things he says to do. Ask seek and knock asking for what is wanted but this often requires humility seeking diligently for it sincerely and drive is the key here you need drive knock like knocking on a door to gain entrance this means persistence persevering and you know occasionally some ingenuity is involved uh, there 
so we see with the uh, with the um the person who is be who is being uh, tenacious they try different ways you ask you seek and you knock and eventually you will uh, get the answers to your prayer there's different senses here asking is like verbal seeking is when you you have to think about you know different things different ways to go about it knocking involves physical movement knocking on a door doing things so uh, a, a, a tenacious person tries all of these different things and eventually he gets the answer both of them arrive at the same result but they take different avenues Any, anything to say about that aj this is still kind thinking of, this is related but unrelated so i have a friend of mine i don't know if he's listening to the podcast what's up buddy <laughs> Uh, but um, he's very t- tenacious if, if we're going by that definition. Um, he's not a, he's not a Christian, um, but he is um, trying to get a career and, and trying to make as much money as possible. And he was like emailing the CEO that he wants to move up. And then at the same time, he was also pressing another guy who owned the company that did duck work to do sales for him. And he was pushing and pushing and pushing and doors were opening for him um and i stood back and i was like wow this guy's um you know he's, he's really going for it and now that I'm, I'm sitting here listening to the teaching for today um i can only imagine uh if a christian were to really settle into the will of god for their life and pray tenaciously um both uh, whether you um Sorry, you see in the scripture, it says, seek, ask, seek, and knock. If you were to do the same in your own life in practical way and in the spiritual, um, whether that was reading books, um, networking, um, all that natural stuff, and you combine that with prayer, I can only imagine how, how powerfully God can move in the life of a praying Christian who's persistent and tenacious. So it's kind of interesting, uh, interesting teaching how I can see the natural and the, and the spiritual kind of um, partnering together. Um, to create success in the life of a, of a Christian. Right. And I think you just uh, hit the nail on the head there, Jamu, the persistence and the ten- persistence and tenacity. Mm-hmm. One has to do with uh, just asking over mm-hmm. and over, and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. And we are, and we are told to do that. The other has to do with uh, asking over and over, but also putting action to it uh, um, as well. You know, uh, knocking, it kind of, um, it talks of some kind of action. So you put actions to uh, your prayers. Mm -hmm. Some prayers you can just sit and wait. Other prayers you have to get up and do. So whether you're persistent or you're tenacious or both, uh, one of these attributes has to be there in order for you to um, uh, get answer to uh, some types of prayer. I mean, even just from a practical standpoint, just even if you just break it down even way more simply, if God is our father, um, and for those of you who had, who had a father in your life, even if you didn't have a father in your life, if you have somebody that you loved and they asked you for something um, and they kept asking you for something, at some point you have to pay attention. At some point you're going to stop and address it, whether it's a yes or no, maybe, wait. Whatever you do, there's going to be some sort of... Uh, response and the same can be said for um, for praying persistently um uh, god has many reasons why he would allow 
uh, allow the, the answer to be slightly delayed in some cases. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, um, you will get the answer you're looking for if you're doing it, like we said, from uh, from the correct, um, with the correct heart. Um, and your father, he can, own, he can only um, uh, stand by for so long before he has to answer his son or would want to. I shouldn't say has to, because God, nobody tells God what to do. But the before, you know, before he says, okay, my heart is moved. I need to, I need to respond to my son or my daughter. Um, you know, so it's really important to just keep at it because if you look at it from just a simple fact that your father, you're praying and speaking to your father, he's gonna answer you at some point, you know. So yep, yep, that's right. That's right. And lastly, before we uh we close this session, if you want a great example of persistence. Just go and watch Jesus in Gethsemane. He prayed three times the same thing. Yeah, so true. Three times the same thing. So go and read uh, Gethsemane, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. It's found in Matthew chapter 26 from verse 36 to 43. Read that and uh, see what persistence means. Even though uh, Jesus knew that... Uh, he, he, he didn't want to go to the cross, but he knew that he had to. He was asking the Father, if it's at all possible, let this cup pass. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy yes, will be done. done. And he went back again, and he went back again the third time until he, it was settled in his spirit um, that he, uh, the cup is not going to pass. He had to drink that cup. Mm -hmm. And we know... If he, if the reason why we are here today, even on this podcast, is because he was obedient to what uh, um, he had to do, what the Father told him to do, he had to go on that cross to bear our sins. If there's anyone on listening to this podcast who has not given their life to Jesus, who have not said to him uh, that I'm a sinner and uh, I know that I need help, and who has not uh, uh, recognize him as as their lord and savior you can do it right now you can say god i'm a sinner i need help i need you to come into my life i need you to be my lord and savior and if you say that prayer truly believe it then you are what we call born again your heart has been renewed the spirit of god will come and live within you and you will become a new creature in Christ Jesus, you will become a member of the family of God. If you've done that, what I would advise you to do is just go and tell somebody what you did. Find a good church and go and start attending on a regular basis. Start reading your Bible. Read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, because they give you a good uh, insight into who Jesus is and what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. Family, we really appreciate talking to you. It was a simple lesson, but I believe it's very powerful. Whether you are persistent or tenacious in your prayer, it all leads to the same place. Jesus hearing you and answering your prayer. God bless you, everyone. We will talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you did, subscribe to our email list. Tell your friends about our podcast. Spread the word about early mornings, late nights. See you all next time. Until then, may God bless you and keep you. 
And may the Spirit of God give you peace. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God bless you all. See you next time.